Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Maybe that's why Bluehost has been recommended by WordPress.org since 2005. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com wondersuite. That's bluehost.com wondersuite. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Do you often hold on to toxic things, people, and situations that aren't good for you? If so, stay tuned to learn how to let go of all of the things that are weighing you down in your life. You are listening to the Prospering with Christ podcast. This podcast is a community that teaches you how to work on yourself with the help of God. Each week, you will be taught how to grow closer to God by learning about his grace and overcoming toxic teachings that we were taught while growing up. So get ready for your host, Key, to help you heal mentally and emotionally, to help you build up your confidence while giving you clarity, and also to help you seek God and grow closer to him. Let's start the show. What is going on, everyone? We are back for another episode of Prospering with Christ. I hope that you had a wonderful week last week, and I hope that this week will be just as amazing to you as well. So for today's episode, we are taking it back to a topic that we discussed in October, which is letting go of the things that are weighing you down. I am so excited for this episode, but before we get into it, I have one question for you. Are you someone who struggles with depression? If you have struggled with depression and you have tried so many different things to conquer it and overcome it, I want you to consider signing up for my Depressed to Success Masterclass. In this masterclass, I help you determine the root cause to your depression. I help you understand what triggers are and determine what are some things that triggers you. And I also help you understand your toxic coping mechanisms. And I give you alternative things that you can start doing now to start conquering your depression. 
And the best part about this masterclass is that it is completely free. So if you would like to sign up for the masterclass, make sure that you click the link in this episode's description and you will gain instant access to this masterclass today and you can start healing from your depression. So with that being said, let's get into the topic of today's episode. So for today's episode, we are discussing how to let go of the things that are weighing you down in life. I'm so excited for this episode because this is a message for you and this is a message for me because I can really use this advice as well. You know, last week we talked about forgiveness. We talked about why forgiving is important and, you know, how to start the process of forgiving and healing. And one of the main things that you have to do in order to forgive is to let go of all of the things that's keeping you down. You have to understand that you will never be able to have your peace and you will never be able to fully have your joy until you finally take that step and release. The reason why is because if you keep allowing these things to hold you down and weigh you down, it's because you're allowing it to keep you stuck. It's because you're allowing it to feed all these negative emotions, these negative feelings, and these negative thoughts in you. And how can you have peace How can you genuinely be happy when you have so much negativity living on the inside of you? You cannot live your happy, peaceful life until you are ready to fully release and fully let go of the things that are hindering you. So are you ready to do that today? I'm ready to do that today. I want you to stop allowing things to weigh you down. I want you to stop allowing, just like we talked about last week, unforgiveness to weigh you down. The more that you hold on to grudges, the more that you hold on to the hurt, the pain, what these people did, living your life wanting revenge, the more that you hold on, the more that it's weighing you down. You're holding on to something that is too heavy for you to carry and it's bringing you down because you're not strong enough to carry it. That's why God told you to release. Let it go. Hand it to me so that you can pick yourself up and catch your balance and get back on your feet. Stop holding on to the unforgiveness. Stop chasing the unforgiveness. Stop thinking to seek revenge. It's too heavy for you. It's okay that you feel like you can't forgive them. It's okay that you feel like you can't get over it. It's okay. God's not upset with you for feeling like that. But what God is telling you is to stop keeping those feelings bottled up and tell him, how you feel. Give him the situation because with you keeping it bottled up, you're trying to handle the situation yourself. And with you trying to handle the situation yourself is weighing you down and knocking you off balance. And you're realizing it's too much for you. 
I need to release it. I need to give it to God. God's the only one who can handle this weight. I can't handle it. It's keeping a pull on me. It's hindering my growth. It's hindering me being able to pick myself back up. Let it go. I know it's hard. I know it hurts. But let it go. Let go of the people who are weighing you down. We have so many people in our lives who are just there to fill up space. They are adding no value to our lives. They are toxic. They are negative. They are unsupportive. They are not on the same path as us. They are bad influences to us. The more that we keep these people around us, the more that we allow them to drain us. Let it go. Let them go. Give them to God. You don't have to talk about them because they're toxic. You don't have to judge them because they're toxic. I understand that it's hard for you to let them go because you love them. You care about them. That's why they're in your life. But you got to give them to God. God, this person is draining me. They're too much for me to handle. I can't deal with this anymore. I realize that they have this trait that is very toxic. I'll give you an example. The guy that I was talking to this year, he was very toxic. He was the type of person who liked to argue, and he would purposely pick fights with me and start things when we were totally fine so that he could get a rise out of me because it made him feel better. And I picked up on it, and I said, dude, you got some issues, but instead of me talking about you, I'm giving you to God. God, he got issues. I'm asking you to work on him, and I'm asking you to help him change. Now, this is the thing. You have to remember, you can't change people because there are there are a lot of people who get into relationships thinking I can change this person. I know that they're not living for God, but I can change them. No, you can't. See, I'm praying to God, not saying that I can change this guy. I'm saying, God, I'm asking you to change this guy. And just because I'm asking you to change this guy does not mean that I have to keep him in my life where he is draining me and adding no value. I can pray for you from a distance. So don't think that just because you're being the bigger person and giving these people to God, that you have to keep them in your life. You do not give them to God and pray for them from a distance. Do whatever you have to do to protect your peace and sanity. I can love you from a distance because I'm protecting my peace. I'm going to pray for you from a distance because I'm protecting my peace. Let the people go. You don't have to hold on to them anymore. It's time to release them. Give them to God. Give situations to God. There are situations that happens to us that we hold on to. I can use myself as an example because literally like two weeks ago, there was a situation that happened that caused me to feel a lot of emotions inside. I felt prideful. 
I felt like I'm the type of person, I don't want to tell you all the situation, but I'm the type of person who feels like you have to talk to me with respect. Nobody's going to talk to me any type of way and nobody's going to treat me any type of way. And there was a situation where somebody kind of talked to me crazy and they threatened me. And in my head, in the flesh, I'm like, do they know who I am? (laughs) You don't threaten me. You don't threaten Keith. And I was walking around for days. I was walking around for days angry. And every time I thought of the situation, I said, they don't know who I am. Who are they to threaten me? They really sent a threat to me. Like, do you not know me? But I had to get to a point where I'm like, Kiana, (laughs) you letting this situation have too much power over you. It's weighing you down. Your focus has shift because you're worried about these people knowing who you are and the way that they talk to you. You're not focused on what you should be focused on. You're not focused on your love walk. You're not focused with your relationship with God. You're not even focused on your podcast. You're focused on this stupid situation that don't even matter. And the person who threatened me probably ain't even thinking about till this day. So you know what I had to do? I said, God, I got a lot of pride. And I'm upset that this person talked to me like that. And I'm upset that they threatened me. But I start asking God to help me where this situation would not damage, bother, or affect me. Every time that the situation popped in my head and I thought about it, I said, no. I spoke against it and I said, no, this situation will not damage, bother, or affect me. In the name of Jesus, amen. You have to stop holding on to situations. You're so worried about what happened. You're so worried about how it hurts you inside, how it hurts your pride, how it hurts your ego. And you're letting it weigh you down. You're letting it shift your focus when all you have to do is give it to God. Put your pride aside and tell God that you have the pride. I had to put my pride aside and say, God, I don't like when people talk to me crazy. Like in my head, I feel like, do you not know who I am? I had to put my pride aside and tell God that's how I was feeling. And he helped me because now I even realize I don't think of the situation as much as I did two weeks ago. I really don't. Like I probably thought of the situation like maybe twice today and it didn't even hurt. It didn't make me feel no type of way. It popped in my head and it was like, okay, whatever. But that's how God helped me. And the only reason why he was able to help me is because I released the situation and gave it to him and said, you handle it because it's too much for me. Release the situations. Tell God how these situations make you feel. Tell him it's too much for you to handle and let him handle it. And he's going to work on you to the point where this situation will not even hurt you. It will not affect you. It will not damage you any longer than it already has and one thing that I struggled with when I first started was unbelief I don't believe that God is going to bring me up and make this situation not affect me anymore I didn't believe it but I had to push past my unbelief and I had to push past my fears and that's another thing that we allow to weigh us down we allow our fears to weigh us down we're so busy thinking what if what if it doesn't work what if I fail what if it goes wrong what if what if what if what if what if (laughs) what if okay and 
Our fears are holding us down because we're playing into our fears. We're allowing our fears to stop us from our growth, from our changes, from walking into what God has planned for us. Our fears are weighing us down. But my main thing for today is giving it to God. Tell God what you're afraid of. Why are you afraid of it? Stop allowing your fear to hold you back and use your fear as motivation. Look at your fear as motivation to say that when I come out of this on top, I get to say with pride that God proved my fear wrong. The little thoughts that the devil put in my head trying to make me give up, trying to make me not start, trying to make me fearful, God proved it wrong. Shift your fears. Use your fears as your motivation. You know how people say, my haters are my motivation, you know? Like your haters are always talking down to you. That ain't never going to happen for you. You ain't never going to be nothing. And you working, working, working. I'm going to prove my haters wrong, right? Prove your fears wrong. Every time you have a fear, I'm proving you wrong because my fear is a hater. It's a hater. It knows where I can go and is trying to speak any and everything to me that will hold me back. But I'm going to keep working and I'm going to keep pushing because I'm going to prove this fear wrong with the help of God. Prove your fear is wrong. Prove your anxiety wrong. Your anxiety is you stressing. Your anxiety is you worrying. Why are you worrying? Why are you stressing? Why are you having a panic attack? And we just did an episode about um, anxiety and overthinking. It was episode 45, dealing with overthinking and anxiety. So if you really want to go deeper into anxiety, I really recommend that you check that episode out. But anxiety is another thing that weighs us down. We over here having panic attacks, worrying so much because we don't believe that God's going to do it for us. We don't believe that God can heal us. We don't believe he can heal our heart. We don't believe he can heal our damaged parts. We don't believe that he can help us with that business. We don't believe he can help us get another job, another car, a new house, relocate. We don't believe that God can even help us on our love walk. We don't believe that he can help us grow a bigger and stronger relationship with him. So we're over here worrying and stressing and panicking. But if you knew the God that you served, then you would realize there's no reason to panic. And me, I struggle a lot with anxiety. But there was a situation today that happened. And I don't want to tell you guys about it because we're still in the middle of going through it. But once it's over, I'm going to share it with you because it's going to be a testimony. Mark my words. (laughs) But... It was a situation that normally if I heard, I would be panicking. But when I heard it and when my family told it, because it's dealing with my family, it's not a situation necessarily about me, but it's a situation about people in my life that I really care about and I don't want to see in a bad predicament. So when I heard it, I was at complete peace because I already been going to God about this situation for weeks 
And God already comforted me and told me that he was going to handle it. So I knew that I had nothing to worry about. Why am I sitting here? Why should I sit here and have anxiety and stress? I don't need to worry about that. I'm not going to worry about that. You don't need to worry when you realize the God that you serve. You need to let go of your worries. And another thing that you need to let go of is your procrastination. Because <laughs> I'm a procrastinator. I'm the type of person who'd be like, I don't feel like it. I'll do it later and then later come and I don't feel like it. But with procrastination, you have to be honest about your procrastination. Be honest about it and give it to God. I pray to God all the time. God, I don't feel like it. Please give me strength to do this. It doesn't matter if it's something that I like to do that I want to do. Please, I'm a procrastinator, so I don't want to do it, even if I like it. So I have to pray to God and say, God, give me strength to do this. Give me motivation to do this. And I don't say it like give me, but like I'd be like, you know, can you please give me strength? And he does. And he will do the same thing to you. But you have to admit it to him. I have a problem with procrastination and procrastinating. Can you please help me? Can you please motivate me? Can you please give me strength? And nine times out of ten, he will. Because if I'm if I'm being honest, I had to um, pray to God to help me with motivation to get on here and record right now because I was in my bed and I was procrastinating all day. I, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I wasn't going to do it. <laughs> I really wasn't. And I prayed. I said, God, please give me the motivation to come over here and record. And look where we are. I'm over here recording, giving y'all advice. I'm a living testimony that if you do it, if you release the procrastination to God, he will help you where it doesn't weigh you down anymore. You don't want the procrastination to weigh you down any longer. And another thing that weighs us down is our past. A lot of us like to judge our future from our past. Because I went through this, this is how my future is going to be. Because my family think like this, and this is how I was raised to think and feel, this is how my future is going to be. I can use myself as an example. I desire to get married, right? A lot of people in my family are not married. In my past, I've seen a lot of broken relationships, abusive relationships, but I desire a healthy one. I can't use my past to dictate my future. I can't allow my past to weigh me down to the point where I can't move towards my future. You can't let your past dictate your future and what you want to do. You have to give your past to God. You have to let go of the past. You have to stop looking in your rearview mirror and you have to shift the focus back to your future. And if you want an episode to help you with that, you can go to episode 41 where we talked about how to shift your mindset and get back focused. But all these things, unforgiveness, people, situations, fears, anxiety, procrastination, your past, these are things that you have to give to God. You have to understand that they don't matter and they don't hold any weight. These things are not supposed to hold weight, but yet... You're allowing them to. You forgot how powerful, how strong, how helpful the God you serve really is. 
He is stronger than your unforgiveness. He's stronger than the people. He's stronger than the situations. He's stronger than your fears. He's stronger than your anxiety. He's stronger than your procrastination. He's stronger than your past. And he's stronger than any other area that is weighing you down. You do not have to worry about these things anymore. All you have to do is trust him. I know that it's hard to let go. It's hard to give God our full trust because we feel like we need these people. We need these emotions. We need these situations. One thing that I realized about me when I was letting go of relationships, like specifically relationships, is that it was hard for me to let go because I was living in a fantasy. And what I mean by that is, you know how this person is. Yet you haven't made up in your mind that this relationship is going to be picture perfect, that if you take this person back, they're going to suddenly change and you're going to live a fairy tale, happy ending, perfect, you know, healthy relationship. And it doesn't work like that because it's just a fantasy in your head. You're overlooking what this person has already shown you because you're too focused on a fantasy instead of the reality. And you allow this fantasy to let this person weigh you down because you are afraid to let go because you're so focused on the fantasy. But you have to realize it's just that, a fantasy. This person showed you who they are. There's no changing them. This fantasy is just in your head. It's not going to come true. But what you can do is you can release this person and you can find somebody who can feel that fantasy because they have the qualities of what's in your fantasy use your fantasy to hire your standards to meet the right people and the right person so you can have that picture perfect relationship another reason why we are afraid to give it to God is because we're afraid of the change with letting go of people friends relationships we're afraid of being alone we're afraid of failing and sometimes we're even afraid of succeeding not necessarily with people but you know in life we're afraid of failing in life we're afraid of succeeding but you have to ask yourself what is the worst thing that could happen if you take this step if you let it go and you move towards greatness what's the worst that can happen if you fail who cares there's always a lesson and a failure learn from it take what you learned apply it to make yourself better so you don't make that same mistake again really sit there every time you think of the fear of change because you're afraid to fail or succeed ask yourself what's the worst that can happen and if you can't come up with anything do it release it and do it and let God prove to you that it was worth it. Let God prove to you that you may be alone right now, but he is going to bring the right people in your life, the right friends, the right relationship, the right people. But he's working on you so that you realize that you don't need people. These people are not people that you seek to fill a void within yourself. You don't need them. You're strong. You're independent by yourself. And once he gets you to that place, Now he can bring these people because they're a want instead of a need. I hope that this is making sense. But another thing that we allow to 
weigh us down or another reason why we allow things to weigh us down is because of our emotions with me and this guy that I was dating I told God all the time I'm tired of him (laughs) he toxic he irritating it's like my mind wants to leave but my heart wants to stay it's the emotional side of me it's the attachment it's the part of me that loves him that is making it hard for me to let go fully Our emotions make it hard for us to let go. But sometimes you have to fight back against your emotions. You got to tell your emotions to get in order. You are in control of your own body, your own life. Emotions, you listen to what I say. (laughs) I understand you love them. It's a good thing you love them because God said to walk in love. But that does not mean that you need to keep this toxic person in your life. Love them from a distance. Cry your tears, scream, be angry, and then get over it. I'm sorry, we don't get over it. I I forgot. Get through it and then move forward. And another thing that I really struggled with is, you know, feeling like you're not good enough. And sometimes you feel like if you let go, of these things and people it will prove how you how you really feel about yourself like if I let go of this person and I let them live their life then it really proves to me that I'm not good enough like I thought but you have to understand it's not that you aren't good enough you were more than enough for that person that person wasn't good enough to be with you they couldn't they couldn't see the value in you because they can't even see the value in themselves And at the end of the day, it doesn't matter who feels what about you. God doesn't feel that way about you. God says you are enough. You are more than enough. You are good enough. Focus on what God says. Ask God to help your self-esteem. Build yourself up and to have courage to believe in yourself and to love yourself. Because you are good enough. That person was not good enough. And understand that you will be something without it. All these situations, emotions, fears, people, you will be something without it. Because a lot of us hold on to it because we're afraid that we will be nothing. But you already are something. These people didn't make you. These situations didn't make you. These fears didn't make you. You were already something. And you will be more without them because you're releasing and you're growing. All of these thoughts are just fears that the devil is putting inside your head because the devil does not want you to prosper. So he's going to use everything he can to get you off track. He knows that these things bother you. So he's going to continue to use them to get to you. But guess what? If you take your power back and you let these things go and you show the devil that these things can't and will not hurt you anymore, then what else can he use? You have to focus on taking your power back so that the devil cannot use these as a way to get to you anymore. So if you're ready to do that, then let's take this journey together. This episode is brought to you by Canva Pro. Canva is a designing platform that helps you customize and make your own designs for all different types of graphics. 
Under Canva Pro, you can schedule content to social media platforms. You can choose hundreds of thousands of templates for all types of graphics like Instagram posts, Instagram stories, logos, flyers, worksheets, business cards, resumes, invitations, presentations, and so much more. With Canva Pro, you can create access for your team and even create templates for them to use. You also get access to stickers, frames, designs, and elements to use on your graphics. Plus, you can save your graphics in different folders to keep them organized. If you would like to sign up for Canva Pro, make sure you click the link in the details. Now let's get back to the show. Are you enjoying this episode so far? Is this episode helping you to understand the importance of letting go? If so, make sure you leave us a review and let us know how you like the show and how you like the episode. Also, share this episode with your friends and family so they can let go of the things that's hindering their growth in their life as well. Now let's get back to the episode. I understand that it's hard to let go. (laughs) I understand it doesn't feel good to have things weigh you down, but it is hard to release it. We keep things bottled up. We keep our emotions, our fears, our anxiety bottled up. We chase after people. We keep these situations in our head. It's hard for us to release. I don't understand why it's so hard for us to release, but it is. And when it becomes hard and you feel like you can't do it, I want you to remember that God wants you to let go for a reason. If he's asking you to let go of something, it's because he has something greater in store for you. Isaiah chapter 43 verses 18 through 19 says, but forget all that. It is nothing compared to what I am going to do, for I am about to do something new. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wasteland. Let's really look at this scripture. Forget those people. Forget those situations. Forget those fears. Forget that anxiety, that procrastination. Forget your past. None of that is going to compare to what God is going to do for you. He is about to do something new, something you've never seen before, something for your good. It may not feel like it because you're hurt. But he has already begun doing it. You're so hurt that you can't see it. You're so angry that you can't see it. You're so focused on all the wrong things, the wrong people, the wrong emotions, the wrong thoughts, the wrong situations. Your wrong past. You're so focused on that that you can't even see 
what God is doing for you right now. He already started. It's happening for a reason. Now, it says in verse 19, I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in the dry wastelands. Let's really think about that. Rivers in the dry wasteland. How is that possible? It's not possible with mankind, but it's possible with God. And what God is saying is he's saying, I'm going to do things that you think is not possible. I'm going to do more than what you think is not possible. You think it's not possible for you to get through this storm. You think it's not possible for you to get over this person. You think it's not possible for you to move on from your past. I'm going to do something that you feel is not possible to help you. I'm going to do things that you never even thought of that to the entire world. They would be like, that's not possible. The people in your life, how did that happen for her? How did that happen for him? That's not possible. But God said, I made it possible for you. I just need you to forget it. How do you forget it? You release it. Release it. God is saying, release it. And trust me. Forget it. And trust me. And I will do the impossible for you. I'm already doing it. You just can't see it because you're so focused on the hurt, the emotions, and what happened. But release it. And I'm going to do the impossible for you. God said he will never leave you or forsake you. He's not going to move you into something that's not for your good. He's not going to move you into something and then say, okay, do it by yourself. I ain't helping you. I'm going to just leave. He's never going to do that. If he's telling you to release, he's telling you to let go, he's never going to leave you. He's going to be there for you. He understands the hurt and the emotions that you're feeling. But I want you to understand something. He didn't allow these things to happen, you know, to make you feel less of yourself. He allowed it to happen to prove how strong you really are. He allowed this to happen to prove to you that even this cannot break you. You feel broken. You feel like there is no hope. You feel like you can't pick yourself up. You're sitting here upset. God, why you let this happen? Why you let this situation happen? Why you let this toxic person into my life? Why did I have to go through that in my past? Then you got the fear and the negative thoughts and the anxiety that's telling you, yep, God don't love you. God forgot about you. He don't care. He let it happen because he don't care about you. But God is saying, no, I'm trying to show you something. You feel like you are at the worst of the worst. And yet I'm about to help you pick yourself back up. If you can pick yourself back up through this, you can pick yourself back up through anything. 
I want you to see you the way that I see you. You are so much stronger than what you think, than what you realize. Why can't you see it? Why can't you believe it? Why can't you trust me? You may not feel that way right now, but if you would just let it go, if you would just take my hand, if you would just give it to me, if you would just trust me, even though you don't know the outcome, I promise I will show you how strong you really are. You are a warrior in Christ. You have a father who loves you more than anything. You have to stop feeling and stop thinking so badly about yourself. You have to start asking yourself, do you know who you are? And don't do it like how I did it in the story I was telling y'all with the person threatening me and saying, and I was saying like, do you know who I am? See, that was my pride. We're not asking ourselves, do you know who you are? Or telling people, do you know who I am? Out of pride. We're telling them out of courage because we know who we are. You are God's child. You have to ask yourself. It's it's one thing to say, I believe in God. I might read the Bible. I might go to church every now and then. But when situations occur, I don't act like God's child. I forget who I am. I let the enemy win. God is saying, do you know who you are? You are my child. I am with you. I am in you. The Holy Spirit is in you. Do you know who you are? When God is with you, who could be against you? No situation, no person, no thought, no emotion, no devil, no demon. Nothing in this world could be against you when God is with you. Not even you could be against you when you have God on your side. Because sometimes we are our biggest enemy. Those thoughts can't be against you. You're allowing those thoughts to enter your body, into your mind, and play in your head. And you're against yourself because you're believing what the thought said. But you can't even be against you when God is with you. Those emotions that you're feeling, that depression, the sadness, the anger, the revenge, the hurt, it can't be against you. That situation can't be against you. Look at my situation with the person threatening me and how it bothered me for days. I was walking around angry like, do you not know who I am? I am Kiana. Do you not know who I am? And God said, yes, Kiana, I know who you are. (laughs) But you're saying it the wrong way. You're saying it out of pride. I need you to say, say it out of your spirit. Say it out of the anointing. Say it out of me. You are my child. And that does not mean, see, it's two different meanings. When I was saying it, I was saying it like I would really do something to you. (laughs) I was about to say something else, but I would really get even with you. I would get revenge. You you don't know who you're talking to. And God is like, no, we don't do that. We walk in love. You give it to me. 
and I'm going to help you have your peace. I'm going to help you. When I tell you to say, do you know who I am? I'm telling you to tell this person, the situation, whatever. You can't steal my joy. You can't steal my peace. I'm protected by the angels in heaven. They're not going to let this get to me. They're not going to let this knock my focus. They're going to come in and say, no, I'm going to help her because that's my child. That's how God wants you to say it when he says, do you know who you are? You are a child of the most high God. And I need you to start acting like it. And I'm speaking to myself, too. I need me to start acting like it. I do sometimes, but sometimes I fail to test. And God is saying, you be forgetting who you are. You're allowing the situation to weigh you down. Do you not know you are my child? Do you not know you have the privilege to call on me whenever and I'm going to be right there? All the pain you feel, just give it to me and I'm going to help you. Start acting like a child of God. I need you to get up and fight through this pain. I can tell you from experience that when you're going through this and you're letting things weigh you down, that pain is so strong. It feels like there's no way out. I found myself begging God to help me. God, please, I'm so tired of feeling this way. Please help me get through this. And that's my next point. Get tired. Get tired of feeling the way that you do. Get tired of being depressed. Get tired of putting up with what you do and what you put up with. Get tired of being stuck in the same place. I had to do all of that. God, I'm sick and tired of being depressed. I've been fighting depression. I've been fighting depression for years. It's getting old. Waking up every day angry is getting old because I'm sick and tired of all the situations that's going on in my life and all the people. And I'm waking up mad. I'm waking up sad. I'm waking up crying. That's getting real old. I remember the other day, the devil tried to put a situation in my head that was bothering me. And I felt the sadness and the depression coming. And I remember I got mad and I said, I'm not doing this today. And I said it just like that. And guess what? God said, okay, I heard you. You heard the way she said that? You heard that, angels? (laughs) She said that with her chest out. She spoke back and said, I'm tired of this. I'm not going through this no more. And he helped me and I had peace and I had joy that entire day. You got to get to a point where you're fed up. You're fed up of feeling the way that you've been feeling. You you telling the devil, no. You're telling the situation, no. You're hiring your standards. You are saying just because I put up with this in the past, I'm not putting up with this. If you want to be in my life, if anybody new comes into my life, I'm protecting myself. I'm protecting my peace, my sanity and my heart. I'm not settling for less than you got to get tired of putting up and for less than what you deserve. You have to be tired of being stuck in the same place. I've been sitting here letting the situation weigh me down and God can't use me the way that he wants to because I'm sitting here stuck. It's time for me to get up. It's time for me to move. I'm tired. 
You have to get to the point where you're tired because when you are genuinely tired and you are genuinely fed up, that is when you are going to surrender to God and you are going to allow him to help you. That is when you are going to start being okay with letting go. Because this is honestly the first step to letting go. You got to be okay with it. Like I said earlier, we don't want to let go because we want the fantasy. We're afraid of change. We're reacting off our emotions and letting our emotions win. We're afraid of how we're going to feel afterwards. We're afraid that we're going to be nothing. So we hold on. But you got to get to a point where it's like none of that matters anymore. This situation is messing with me far too much and it has been messing with me for far too long and I'm letting it go. So you have to be okay with that. Now I want to ask you a question. What are you holding on to? What are the things that are weighing you down? And are you okay with letting them go? And if you are, I want you to start small. I want you to take baby steps because this is a process. You don't want to overwhelm yourself. It's a process. Take baby steps and reward yourself for when you do good. If you aren't ready, or even if you are, you can still do this. Ask yourself, what do you want your future to look like? And every time you think about the people, the situations, or you feel the emotions or hear the thoughts or fears, think about your future. Resonate on your future. And that's going to motivate you to let this go. That's going to motivate you to open your eyes and realize none of this matters. These people, these situations, it doesn't matter because that doesn't resonate with my future. And I'm more focused on my future than I am you, the situation. I got to do what I got to do now so that my future can look like what I want it to look like. Ask God to help you. And when he does, work with God. Because so many of us spend so much time just asking God, but we don't want to put in any work. When God tells you what to do, do it. Because he can't do it by himself. You have to do your part. Do your part and help God out so that he can heal you and help you to let go. Have a great support team. One thing about me, especially when I was, you know, trying to leave the guy that I was dating, I really needed my friends. I was like, I need you when I feel sad to get me out the house. Let's go do something fun. Let's go to an arcade or something. Have a support team. Have people in your life that you can call when you feel urges. You can call them when you start to feel the emotions. You can call them if you struggle with fears, anxiety. You can call them to pray for you. You can call them to encourage you. Have a support team of people who can motivate you and keep you on track. Don't turn to things to cope like weed, drugs, alcohol, sex. It can be very tempting, especially when you're going through a lot of hurt and going through a lot of pain. It can be very tempting to want to fill a void, but you got to keep your focus on God. 
And you have to remember that God is going to help you more than any of these things can help you. That's a temporary avoidance. But God isn't trying to make you avoid. He's trying to make you get through it. He's trying to make you release it, let go of it. Would you rather fully let go or would you rather do things temporarily to fill a void? I would rather find things that brings me peace. That brings me joy. And it can fill my void in a positive way. It's making me happy instead of making me sad and making me hide. And when you find these things that bring you peace and joy, continue to do them. Because it's going to make you have peace and joy genuinely. So I just want to pray for you real quick before we leave off. God, I am praying for each and every person who is listening to this podcast episode. I am praying that they forget everything that has happened to them that is weighing them down. I am praying that they release themselves from all the things that's keeping them down and that you help them to grow, to strengthen themselves and to build themselves up. I am praying that they realize that this situation, this hurt, this pain is nothing compared to what you are about to do in their lives. Give them revelation that if they would just take this one step and release, that it's going to be for their benefit, that you're going to bring changes, that you're going to do something new. You're going to do the impossible. You're going to do things that's going to shock them, shock the people around them. You're going to do things that's going to speak to their fears, prove their fears wrong. Speak to those worries and those anxieties that they're having, anxiety attacks. You're going to speak to all of those things and you're going to prove them wrong. I pray that you give these people the courage to release. I pray that you be there for them every step of the way when they feel hurt, when they feel pain, when they feel anger, when they feel like they want to give up. Show up in their lives. Be there for them. Let them realize that they are a warrior in Christ. Let them realize who they are. They are your child. Let them realize that they are your child and help them to release. In Jesus' name, amen. But I want to thank you guys for listening to this episode. I hope that you learned something from this and I hope that this has inspired you. Don't forget to follow or subscribe to us so that you get a notification every time a new episode is uploaded. Follow us on Instagram at Prospering with Christ, where I post motivational quotes every day and also interact with you guys and respond to DMs. If you would like to participate in the show, you can send in a story about anything. Send it in the email that's in the description and I will read it on my show and of course keep it anonymous. But that's all I have for you guys today and I'll see you guys next week. It is Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? 
Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's better than free money? How you choose to spend it, of course. Right now, open a new CQ checking account and we'll give you $250 to spend however you like. Upgrade those headphones, splurge on concert tickets, or maybe upgrade to ad-free streaming. The choice is yours. And extra cash isn't all this credit union offers. Do your banking, build credit, and invest in your future. All with CQ. Visit CQMD.org today. That's S-E-C-U-M-D.org today.